Hello, and welcome back to our podcast, Beyond Tech. I'm your host, Shreya. And Jessica. And we're back with another episode, Quarantine Edition. (laughs) Yep. So, what have you been doing in this time that we've been locked up? Um, honestly, not a lot. Like, I got back a few days ago, and I've, like been doing some work but like I it's really hard to find the motivation to like attend class and get into like a routine like I'm going to bed late and I'm waking up late and I don't like for some reason I don't start work until like the evening like I feel like if like naturally I'm just like an evening person like a night owl so I start work at like five and I work up up until like midnight but I don't start before that I mean, so, that's not terrible. That's, that's still, like, how many hours? That's still seven hours of work, I guess. And honestly, I feel like I'm I'm the same. My yeah, mom, I mean, it's not like... She wants... My mom, she wants me to, um, like, sleep early and wake up early. And I've been working waking up, like, along with, like, what times my classes are supposed to start. Um, and it's been around like nine or 10 and then we eat and then I go on with my day, but it's so hard to be productive in the morning. And especially now that we're just like Mm. doing nothing at home, it's so easy to get distracted. Yeah. I've also been like getting into this bad habit of working on my bed, um, which I would do actually I would do in college, but it was different because I like had, it was college. I was like, I had a roommate and so I couldn't be lazy all day or else I felt like guilty um but yeah I'm just in bed and it's like yeah it's yeah you're not supposed to be doing work I read I read some something somewhere that like the moment you get into bed you just can't (laughs) but which is that's ironic because I'm in my bed right now oh I see I see it yeah is that a baby picture of you behind you yeah, so for everyone that doesn't know, um, like above where my head is supposed to be on the bed, um, on the wall there's like a picture of myself hanging. And we went to China to get this photo shoot done and we've had those pictures ever since and they're just hanging on our walls. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I think it's sometimes I think about how like kids who were born around this time are gonna like have much more of like a direct access to their childhood because like at parents these days like will like take pictures of everything and like record everything and like you also have think about like YouTube babies who are like bored and like their literal like birth is like on YouTube for everyone to see yeah I guess growing yeah. up in that environment is kind of weird yeah, I think it's just, like, I will never have that. Like, I'll, I'll never be able to, like, look back on my childhood in that way and, like, choose a day and, like, see what I was like in that day. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, especially like, yeah. for those vloggers who record, like, every single day of, like, and then post it on YouTube. Number one, that's just commitment. And number two, that's honestly... That's hard, yeah. Yeah, and then I also feel like, like, every single day is, you can't make every single day unique. 
So you're gonna have to like try and do something that'll make the viewers like interested in what you're putting out, or else it's just gonna be like <laughs> you waking up, you eating, you doing something, you lazing around. Like oh my god! So during this quarantine, that's kind of what I was trying to do. Um, in the beginning, I was like, I'm gonna make a video. Um, just telling people what I've been doing during this quarantine. I'm gonna make every single day special. Um, and so, like, on my Instagram, I'm trying to do, like, every single day, uh, what I've been, like, one thing, like, fun that I've been doing every single day. Um, and so far that's been working out. I think I'm not, like, as bored as some other people are, which is, um, honestly really great. But I think, like, sometimes you'd forget to do it or like sometimes your day just isn't exciting so mm. honestly props to those vloggers who can do that yeah yeah well there's like a real commitment do you think like i know a lot of vloggers like like those family vloggers who vlog every day like a lot of like the couples will like split or like things won't work out really okay maybe that's an exaggeration but I feel like I've like seen probably like two YouTube couples or something who would vlog every day but then they like split sometimes like due to the pressures of vlogging sometimes like for other reasons but I think like yeah I don't know I think maybe like I'm sure for some families like it works or like couples it works out but I think like you can I don't know, because then it's like you're filming your day, and you don't know if, like, what you're doing is, like, because you genuinely want to do it, or if it's, like, for the camera, and that can be, like, tricky if it's, like, a family vlog. Yeah, yeah, I, now that you mention it, I think I do know, like, a few, um, and it's really sad, because, like, the viewers have grown with you, and they're used to seeing like two people or like the same people in your vlogs and then suddenly when they're gone it's like whoa what happened and then you feel like obligated to share what happened even though you like want to keep it private or whatever um especially if there's like something scandalous that happened like obviously you don't want to say it out you don't want to tell the people but um a lot of youtubers they have felt obligated to share a lot of things in their personal life um but I guess that is the trade-off. Like, if, you, if you're, if you like, recording um, every single day of your life, then you're inviting people to come into your personal life in a way. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I know a lot of people have yeah. a lot of opinions about that, like, what you're obligated to share and yeah. what you're not. On a lighter note, yeah. what have you been doing during this quarantine? Um, Not a lot. Um, but yeah, I, like, I feel like I should pick up some hobby or, like, start, learn something or do something, um, that's exciting because I've just been, like, trying to get, like, my schoolwork done, but, um, yeah, like, I want to, like, cook some more. I haven't been cooking. I think I cooked more when I was back in Ann Arbor. (laughs) Um, and yeah, like, I've been seeing people's, like, recipes not recipes but like people's like creations on the cooking channel so 
It's so wholesome. I yeah. love it. It's, it's inspiring. It's really wholesome. People are making some really good-looking food. Uh-huh. And things that are, like, I've never tried making before. So I could definitely try to up my cooking skills, though. But grocery going grocery shopping is a bit of a hassle. And It's a challenge, yeah. Like, I don't think any... Yeah. I don't think my... Like, I don't want any of us to, like, go out and go grocery shopping. Exactly. So. It's a risk now, too, to go out. <laughs> yeah. So I'll have to, like, online order some things and figure that out. But I've also been, like... I've, like, been going through some of, like, my old things, like, some of my, like, childhood things that are in my room, um, and I, like, came across, like, some, like, old yearbooks from, like, elementary school, um, and then I have, like, this, like, scrapbook that my mom made when, like, after she gave birth to me, and so it was, like, my first year, like, scrapbook, and, like, she didn't fill out, like, it was, it's kind of, like, a guided scrapbook she didn't like fill out all the pages but there are some like baby pictures of me and like this yeah like I've been looking through that and that's been fun that's so cute Um, oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. I remember you sending me like pictures of yourself when you're a kid that was great that was really cute you were so you said it looked nothing like me (laughs) (laughs) yeah I didn't think you looked that much like you now? I don't know. You had, Wait, you had longer hair back then, right? Much longer. Longer hair? I think it, I think it was, like, the same length as now. Maybe it was a little longer. Um, yeah, but I've kind of had, like, the same, like, hairstyle. <laughs> Only difference is it was, like, I didn't have, like, the height, the, the color. But, yeah. I feel like, yeah. It was, it was sweet. Like, I had, like, my crooked teeth. I had, like, a nose that was, like, too big for my face. But, yeah. Yeah, what is something that you, like, really want to try and learn to do during this time? Um, I, so, like, I want to start playing piano again. Um, I feel like I haven't, like, touched a piano in a really long time. So, I want to do that and, like, get back into that. Um, also reading more. Mm. I'd love to just take some time offline and get back into things that I like used to do um there's also like I want to take some classes and I'm probably only going to do like one class but um have you heard of like have you heard of master class I've heard of master chef I don't know about master class master okay master class is like this um it's, like, a site where you can take classes from, like, experts. Um, so, like, you have, like, like Natalie Portman teaching acting. Or you have, um, who else? <laughs> Other, oh, like, Neil Gaiman teaching writing. Or, like, um, like, these, like, famous people, like, teaching their crafts. That is very cool. I think I've heard of that. I it's think cool. I, it's there cool. might be yeah. one video on YouTube that I saw with Natalie Portman doing that. But is it like free? Can you just yeah anyone? Mm-hmm. Oh really? No, it's not free. It's ex- it's kind of expensive. I think it's like close to hundred dollars per class, maybe per class. I, I have to look it up, but I think so. I think so. It's expensive, but I wonder if they have any deals for like this quarantine <laughs> that we're going through. But probably not. Um. But it's cool, like, they, it's not only, like, art-related things, they have, like, people teaching, like, 
like writing poetry um I think they have cooking too I think music um I think they have like I might be wrong but I think they have like Neil deGrasse Tyson teaching like scientific thinking or something like it's yeah that's legit comedy like it's cool yeah I love to like get one of those classes and I feel like that would just like and I want to do it in something that I wouldn't like not like writing or like music but um just something different that like I just something completely new I think that's a good way to think about it or go about it um and like worse comes to worse like you pass your time like just doing random things like best outcome is that you learn something new so you really aren't losing anything um and if you do end up like finding a new hobby you could like talk about it you know but also I I also feel this pressure to like go really hard on work I don't know just like I feel like I need to like do something really amazing with this time um or like start like a new project or something like that but yeah in the beginning of this quarantine there's so many posts like you know when Isaac Newton was stuck inside from like the plague or whatever he invented (laughs) like calculus or something discovered I don't know discovered gravity (laughs) and you're just like okay but (laughs) we're not Isaac Newton I don't know yeah yeah I think that's just kind of like like I don't know like hustle culture and like just the grind kind of getting to me like I just I feel like this anxiety to do something like really just like do something cool and um or like get ahead on work I do sometimes feel kind of like guilty for not doing things I also think it's totally fine to just like take this time to like rest and I agree a lot of people are like super stressed and anxious um and it's just like yes but also take the time to like really work on yourself and like relax and just do things that you are passionate about um that doesn't necessarily have to be like school and honestly I'm really thankful that University of Michigan is doing so much um to help us kind of just get adjusted and with like such short notice too yeah like I know a lot of schools um Mm -hmm. that are private they like just kicked everyone out like they are not continuing classes um and they're not being refunded or anything but like for us the people that are living in the dorms they're getting their last last month of like dorm living back um Mm -hmm. and like room and board and everything and we're also continuing classes and the professors are like so amazing um about it and like all the grades are changed to past or like no record covid or whatever and honestly this semester has been so hard academically that i'm like super grateful for that (laughs) yeah yeah i think it's i think the university is like yeah it's it's trying i I've, like, heard of people at other schools, like, having, like, a few days notice to, like, move out completely and, like, yeah, and, yeah, it's been, it's been a hard adjustment, but I think, like, the new grading system is really helpful, um, and I know, like, for EECS, like, for, like, the GPA requirement for 281, like, they're accepting, like, a pass as an A, which is kind of crazy. That's never happened before. (laughs) That's yeah, that's yeah. honestly amazing. Man, I wish yeah, SI would do I that. Takes... I can't 
I'm so done with this class already. Like, it's so tedious. Yeah, I know. Oh, wait, yes, wait. So let's, tell me, tell me how it feels to be in the BSI. <laughs> um, okay. So, fun news. Yesterday, I received the email from our school of information saying I got accepted. So now I'm officially a dual degree at the University of Michigan with both information and business. Um, it'll be hard, but I think it'll be very rewarding and very exciting um, just to see like all these new opportunities opening up um, and learning um, within the school. It'd be much easier because, oh my gosh, let me tell you, when I was trying to get into this class, um, SI339, it was like booked to the max when I was trying to sign up, um, cause it's class exclusively, they say it's exclusively for SI students, but literally like anyone can come and like appeal, um, to get in. Um, and I guess a lot of people needed to take that class this semester, so I couldn't get in along with like 10, 15, 20 people on the wait list. Um, and it was just crazy. So I went to the, the first class and then never showed up again, but I'm still on their canvas list. But, like, being, getting access to those classes <laughs> and, like, um, being able to finally TA for SI 110 or, like, all the SI courses and learning all this new content and um, actually being someone, like, I can actually call myself, like, oh, I'm a designer or I'm an information analyst. I honestly still don't know which track that I want to pursue, um, mm-hmm. which is probably not a good thing, but I don't know. I'm so excited. I think that's fine. <laughs> that's so exciting how did you feel like when you heard the news um honestly it was really weird because I was talking about the results to a friend maybe like a couple hours before I got the results um and neither of neither of us knew that we we're gonna get the results like yesterday and so when uh, I saw it I was like wait this is so uh, weird we we're just talking about this a couple hours ago um Well, I actually found out that the email came to us through a Facebook post made by someone else because they updated their status to being in the school. And I was like, wait, the email is here. So I went and I checked and they said, congratulations. Um, I didn't even have to like open it because it was like the first word that I saw. And I was like, yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy. Finally, I don't know. It's just something good and missed all this anxiety and stress and stuff um because the thing that I had the internship that I had over the summer was canceled um because Mm -hmm. of the coronavirus they called me like last week and I honestly had expected them to call but I like didn't really know how to process it um but I guess I got over that pretty quickly because I'm like still interviewing I'm still looking for chances um, that I can have something for this summer, um, and just hopefully that this doesn't last until the summer or past, like, I don't yeah. know, June or July, and doesn't last forever, and I just hope the freaking government know, yeah. can get, like, it's ish together. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, I've heard a lot of, what I've been hearing lately is that it's gonna last until, like, June, and then that's when it's gonna die down, um, but there's, like, that's an estimate. Like, right now we're, like, growing exponentially in cases. Like, we're growing, a, like, the rate of cases that we have here is higher than any other country. Um, so I think it's, like, crossed over 
Yeah, I think it's crossed over a hundred. I think it's like a hundred and one thousand cases today, as of today. So, yeah, it's it's actually it's wild. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. I think it's it's just like a very scary time <laughs> right now. Like I want to like watch the news and I want to be informed and it's like. Like I I want to know what's going on, but also it's it could be overwhelming. Um. So yeah, I kind of like. I'm trying to like balance like I don't know, being informed and also like taking care of my mental health. That is important. Every single day my mom checks the the numbers at least like three or four times a day. Yeah. And I'm just like getting all my information from her. Which is I don't know, it's kind of yeah. annoying because she's like telling me about all these things and it's like, okay, but what what can you do about it? Like you panicking about the situation is not gonna help. Um yeah. I've kind of stopped looking at the news about it because I just feel like it's the same thing every single day. Um, and the only, like, times I'll kind of look at information about it is whatever, like, Trevor Noah's posting on his daily show. Because um, I, like, watch YouTube <laughs> a lot now and, like, the headlines are always COVID-19, coronavirus here, tr- what Trump is doing to the coronavirus or whatever. Um, and so I just watch, like, a bunch yeah. of those videos if I'm bored, but that's it. I get that. It's kind of, like, the news is just telling me, like, the same thing over and over again. Um, and it's, like, like, what I'm gonna, my response to it is not gonna change. Like, I'm still inside. Like, still, like, taking precautions and stuff, and that's just not gonna change. And, like, it doesn't matter how, like, anxious I get about it. Honestly, a lot of it doesn't even feel real, like, Yes, we're all confined in our homes, but it just feels like we're in some sort of bubble. And, like, once we actually go outside, we'll realize that this is all fake or whatever. That's how it feels like. Obviously, I don't think like that because this is a national emergency on so many levels. Um, But, yeah, it's so weird. Because sometimes I'll, like, be running outside and I'll see people walking and it'll look normal. Like, the weather hasn't changed. We're not, like, it's not raining fire. It's not... I don't know, mm-hmm. like flooding. The I don't know, like the <laughs> weather is is nice outside. Like I walked outside today and I took a breath of fresh air and I was like, wow, it's it's spring. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like spring because we're locked inside and we can't do anything. <laughs> also, it's crazy how like I don't know, like there were when I was still in Ann Arbor, there were like, a, like there were cases of COVID like near where I lived, like kind of on south view that area and yeah that was like that was wild (laughs) there was yeah honestly my mom keeps telling me that all the cases in ann arbor are from like the stupid people who went on spring break and i was like that was that like because our spring break was the first week of march and i was supposed to go to california um and i was honestly so angry that i couldn't go but my mom, she's like, see, what did I tell you? I bet all the people who's getting all the all the cases on campus right now are the people who went to, like, California or New York or wherever during spring break. And they're bringing it back to Michigan. <laughs> yeah, because I was at home for an entire week during spring break just doing nothing. Um, mm-hmm. And then I came back to Ann Arbor for a week. And then my mom pulled me back home again because they canceled school a week after spring break. So, like, to all the people who are like, oh, my God, I'm in quarantine. I'm by myself. This sucks. That was me during spring break. (laughs) 
So maybe that's why I'm taking this so well, because I experienced yeah. it already. <laughs> you, like, started quarantine, like, weeks ago. Like, before everyone else. No. Have you been... Oh, I've been... One thing that I've been doing is I've been listening to podcasts again. Nice! Which ones? Tell me which. Um, my go-to, the one that I listen to, like, most often is The Daily by The New York Times. Um, of course, yeah, it's just, it's a news podcast. Um, and what else? Oh, um, let's see. I've been, I've been liking, like, TED Radio Hour. Ooh, I like TED, too. Um, yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of been it. (laughs) Yeah, I've also been, like, skimming Netflix shows. And I do, like... I haven't really been, like, I haven't started a show and I haven't, like, watched full episodes, but I do this thing where, like, I, if a show looks interesting, I'll just, like, skin through, I'll, like, start watching it, but I'll, like, skip a lot of parts and to get, like, the gist of it, um, and I've done this for a couple of shows, and then I'll, and then I just, like, won't continue, like, yeah. yeah. A lot of Netflix shows, they're so bad because they have, like, one season and it ends on, like, the worst note possible. Like, freaking Umbrella Academy. I watched that entire season in, like, one day. Because there was, like, seven ep- Like, I don't know how many episodes, but it was short. And the ending was, like, the earth ends. What? What does that mean? Like, <laughs> the, the, they obviously have a plan to, like, fix it. But the second season's not coming in, like, any imminent future, right? And... I'm just like, what is the point? This is why I like um, like Chinese dramas better because when they film a show, it's all at once. They don't have seasons. Um, unless it's like based off of some like really, really long novel, then they have like maybe one or two seasons, um, but that's it. And they like, they're usually filmed pretty close apart too. They like release them. Um, pretty close apart too. It's not like three or four years like American TV shows. And so one like Chinese mm. drama would have like 60 episodes and like maybe two or three would come out every single week and you just keep watching and keep watching. That for me is better than just being left hanging for like two or three years not knowing. And then like <laughs> once the actual thing comes out, then you're like, what the heck happened in the first season? And you don't want to watch the first season. So you're just going into the second season blind and just, I hate that. I hate that so much. Wait, have you seen, like, Bollywood movies? I do watch Bollywood. Because I remember... Okay. Have you, like... Have you watched any lately? Or are there, like, specific... I know you've seen, like, Amir Khan movies. Yes. Yes. Um, so... When I was... Was it the summer after freshman year or the summer before freshman year? I think it was the summer before freshman year I went to China... Um, and I was staying with my aunt and uncle, um, and, like, one night my aunt comes home and she has this, this DVD in her hand and she's like, a lot of my coworkers have been saying this is a good movie, let's watch it today, and I'm like, okay, and it was Three Idiots, um, and I was like, this is, this is a weird movie, and so she puts it in, literally, I laughed my head off the entire movie it was three hours I could not stop laughing and like it was my favorite movie for so long like a good couple of years um 
<clears throat> and honestly, I'm so sad that, like, so many other people in this world haven't seen it. Um, so after that, I kind of, like, just got started on an Amir Khan binge, and I watched, like, all his other movies. Yeah, he has good movies. Um, some of my favorites, I love PK. PK was one of my favorite movies, and I, like, could not stop laughing at that movie. Um, I thought it was so clever. <laughs> um, I've seen, I've seen Three Idiots. Um, that is Amin Fire. Have you seen that one? I watched the first 30 minutes, started crying at the 30 minute mark, never stopped until the end. I was exhausted. It was like running a marathon because Bollywood movies are so long and I could, I was not like just stopping crying the entire rest of the movie. It was exhausting, but it was so good. Yeah. I haven't seen any recently though. Do you have any recommendations? Um, Um, I have not been paying attention to like any recent movies, but some of like my favorites, like I love PK. I also love Barfi. Um, I think that's on Netflix. Um, that's with, that's with Priyanka Chopra, and um, Ranbir Kapoor, yeah. And, yeah, it's it's good. It's about this, um, like mute, guy who falls in love with this like really beautiful girl, um. He like comes from like a good family who's already like engaged to be married to someone else, um, but she doesn't like love him she doesn't like truly love the other guy um but like but like this like Runbeer who's like mute he like really like likes her and he like they spend time together and he's like falling for her but she like she's not and then there's Priyanka Chopra who plays like another mute like a mute girl who has a crush on the guy it's a cute love story it's like it's so wholesome I like no movie has made me cry as much as Barfi. <laughs> like, like, it's a real, like, tearjerker. I can't. I can't but cry anymore like, in movies. It's so, it's so good. Acting is so good. Like, Priyanka Chopra, like, is really good in it. I think I, Priyanka Chopra's a good actress. I don't like, think like, I've ever seen any of her movies, which is like, weird. Say what you want about her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I've only seen her in, like, Bollywood movies. Um... But she's good. I'll add that to my list for sure. Uh, my brother yesterday, he asked me why I liked watching movies more than TV shows. It's just less of a commitment. Unless you're watching Bollywood, then it's a long time. That's <laughs> like a three-hour commitment, if not longer. Yeah. Man, but they're good. They're so good. And the music and like the singing and the dancing and just everything. It's interesting. Yeah. I have like The last movie I watched was Parasite. With you and Divya, yeah. And I, like, I think because I had such, like, high expectations for the movie going in, and, like, I just, like, was kind of let down. Like, it was so hyped up to me, and, like, it, like, won Best Picture at the Oscars, like, numerous people that I talked to said they really liked it, so I was like, this is gonna be, like, mind-blowing. Um, and it was, like, definitely good by, like, any standard, like, it was a good movie, and, like, it was done really well, um... But I wasn't, like, wowed by it. Yeah, I agree. But also, I feel like this is one of the downsides of waiting to see a movie. Um, because mm-hmm. then you hear, like, what everyone else thinks about it, and you can't make your own opinion um, mm-hmm. first. 
So that's why I usually try and, like, watch movies um, pretty soon, like, after they come out, just so, like, I know what people are talking about and I can, like, chime in and I don't have to be influenced by what they're thinking about it. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like a lot of people said it was, like, thriller or, like, horror, this or that, and you're just like, this is, this is not scary at all. (laughs) But the one thing that really got me the first time I watched it was when she was running down into the basement. Oh, um, for anyone else who hasn't watched the movie, um, spoilers, but when she was running down into the basement, um, and she screamed honey, I was like, oh my god, oh no. Because I was like, oh my god, there was a human in the basement. Oh, yeah, that was creepy. That I think oh, that was, yeah. like, the scariest <laughs> part of the movie. <laughs> no, it was creepy. I thought it was funny when we were watching it. You were, <laughs> like, you were, like, oh, like, this movie is, like, low-key sexual. Was I wrong? I mean, there were, like, a few moments. But I guess, like... When you said that, you said that, like, towards, like, the beginning, so I was, like, oh, like, I guess I was, like, expecting more, but, yeah. It's not even, like, like, sexual as in, like, they, they have sex. It's more of, like, a vibe. I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. It just feels like all the characters have, like, some sort of intimacy with each other, and it just, Mm -hmm. like, kind of comes off. I don't know because like it's the 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 boy and that like the daughter and then like somehow Jessica is like really attractive and she like talks to the son and gets him to like listen to her even though he's like so naughty and weird and then just like that one scene with the the rich parents and then just, like, these, like, little things here and there. Like, all the characters are, like, very in tune with each other. Like, and it just feels like they're mm-hmm. so intimate. And it's, like, I don't know. The movie has this entire vibe that you're watching as an outsider. And, like, yeah. you don't belong. But I don't know. Wait, who is, our, is your, who's your celebrity crush? I would say Timothy Chalamet and Justin Baldoni from Jane the Virgin. Oh, he is very attractive. I agree with that one. He's so attractive. He's also just, like, a really great guy. Like, yeah, he's, like, a great husband and father. He's, like, a feminist in real life, too, and he, like, speaks Mm -hmm. out for women on a lot of things. He's, honestly, goals. Goals. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, okay, my celebrity crush was... Heath Ledger and still kind of is um and then another one is um Javier Serrano he's a model yeah I find myself attracted to a lot of models probably because like they all have like pretty similar like face structures and like Mm -hmm. give off the same like charisma and stuff to needed to be on a runway and I find myself like very interested in fashion so honestly I found my a lot of celebrity crushes to be like models okay I've not heard of these people but I will look them up yeah on kind of a related note when you were young was there like an aspect of like your face or your body that you really didn't like and that you 
like it took you a while to like grow to love um that's a good question actually because like when I was younger I struggled with a lot of like bodily insecurities especially in middle school because I feel like that was just the time where our bodies were changing and you saw like people have like bodies that you wanted and you didn't have and so um in middle school I started to like not eat um and it was like very very like mild but like I I think my friends also did the same thing and Mm -hmm. in my mind it was almost like mental competitions to see who could eat less during lunch um okay so that was really interesting um one insecurity I I've had and I still have is the lack of a thigh gap because like you can feel it um especially in the summer and they're just like rubbing and it's like kind of gross and uncomfortable and my mom says I walk like a penguin or like I walk like a hooligan because she's like her her one comment every single time is like why do you walk why do you walk like you always have something in between your legs and I'm like because it feels like there is because they're always like just rubbing and I don't want them to rub so I like kind of like walk with my like legs really far apart and then that obviously doesn't look good yeah <laughs> so she's like can't you just walk more gracefully I guess I've not really like learned to love it but I guess I've learned to like rationalize it is that the word rational rationalize mm-hmm. yeah um because I have like I guess more narrow hips I would say and so my legs don't really like curve out which is why it's, like, easier for them to, like, be closer to each other. But then another feature, it's on my face. It's my nose. I've always been self-conscious about my nose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because my oh, mom, yeah. ever since I was younger, she was like, your nose look like looks like garlic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I'm always like, oh, it's too big for my face. She's, like, telling you as it is. Like, she's just being straight up with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, like it's really flat and it's not like super arched or like cute and tiny like a lot of like I don't know celebrities I guess or just like yeah random people you see on the street like I've always wanted that like high nose bridge Mm -hmm. but what can you do about it (laughs) yeah I like for me it's also my nose I think it's been my nose like it's always been my nose um I think like for, it is no like their noses for a lot of people, um because there's like noses come in so many different like shapes and sizes, and I feel like there's only like one type of nose that is considered attractive. Like I thought my nose was like too big. It was like too like round and too wide. Um. Yeah, and like I was like, oh, like I when I was younger, I was like I might even like get work like get a nose job one day because I just don't like my nose. Um, it's just like so big and it's too big for my face, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I'd like grown to just like accept it and realize that like, it's, it's like a unique nose. Like it's, everyone has like a unique nose. (laughs) Yeah. I've always, yeah. I've also realized that a lot of people are insecure about their noses and I'm just like, your nose is fine. People will probably tell you that it's fine as well. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever looked at someone's nose and been like oh like it's such a big nose like I don't notice that yeah exactly you know? 
Yeah, there's too yeah. many to talk about. Like, Literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me about it. Also, like, yeah. Um, especially, like, I think being home and having time, like, I don't know, I like, I'm, like, noticing things about me, like, my face, I'm, like, seeing my face close up, and I'm, like, I have the time to just, like, kind of pick apart things, things about, about my appearance, appearance no. that I don't like. <laughs> That's why you need yeah, to find something I'm else tired. to do. I know. <laughs> I know, where, like, I wouldn't, like, I just wouldn't have the time to do anything like that in college, so I was, like, chilling, but, Yeah. I think one thing that really kills your self-esteem is when you're in a video chat and you just look at yourself. <laughs> Whenever I'm in my Zoom classes, um, I have a lamp in my room that has that like gives off a very like yellowish glow. And I already mm-hmm. have like very yellow undertones in my skin. So that combined with my skin makes me just look like grossly <laughs> like sick. <laughs> and uh. Um, my desk is right next to the window and there's, like, a lot of backlight. And so it'll just be, like, dark and yellow and my skin looks so bad. But then I saw something on Facebook today and it was, like, a video call with, like, Matthew McConaughey and he didn't look, like, great. And the caption was, like, if Matthew McConaughey looks like this on video call, like, what do we look like? Dude, that's so fair. Yeah. Oh my god. My like my pictures on the KT feed have been not good. <laughs> Wait, I think you look really cute in in one of them. I was about to comment. I was like, wow, sure, you look really good in this one. Is it the one where like, I I don't know which one you're talking about. Like, um, it might have been like when I was still in Ann Arbor. But the ones that I've been having like lately, I just like I feel like I look. I just saw with my Did you see the one that Chase Chase took of me? Oh, yeah, yeah. I commented on it, and I got, like, ten likes. (laughs) He took one, he took, like, one of me that, like, you couldn't even see my face. Do you remember that one? You look so done in this picture, you're just like, I'm so glad this conversation is over. (laughs) I just didn't know where to look. (laughs) And then some people on there just look flawless. I know, some people look so good. I'm like, how? Also, I'm like, like, they look like they normally look. And I I'm know. Like, oh, do I usually look like that in my picture? Like, is that what I look like all the time? Like, I know, right? <laughs> I also do think that some faces are harder to capture in, in picture, like on camera. Yeah. Some people who look good in person don't necessarily always look good on camera because just like the way that their face is whatever, but... That also makes me feel kind of good, or, like, feel better, but I don't know. Like, why can't we just look good in person and on camera? Like, why is that so hard? <sighs> it's so cute to see what people have been doing, though. I feel like whenever I have breaks, I always want to, I have, like, this plan of things I want to do. Um, and then I never end up doing them, so then I just feel disappointed when I come back. So I think the key is just, like, have low expectations of yourself, and then... Yeah, like, don't expect much out of yourself, and then, like, everything that you do is, like, good, and you feel good about it. That's what it came out of Parasite with. If you plan something, then it'll never go as planned, but if you have no expectations, Mm. you'll, um, things will happen that are unexpected, Mm. and you'll be like, wow, this is cool. 
But also, I don't know. I'm kind of a planner. I like to like give myself a list of things to do. I find myself. I I find that if I have like a check list of things that I have to do, I'll like do them, even if it's like slower. Then it, it'll still get done. Mm-hmm. And so right now I have like checklist of things that I kind of want to do before this thing ends. Like learning French is one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. One of the things I posted on my Instagram story was that I was like running out of things to do, and one of my friends commented that I should learn a language, and so I was like, I was already trying. Might as well st- like start officially. And so, um, I'm talking to my friend in France. I'm like, trying my best with Duolingo, but Duolingo is like whatever. Um, but I learned yeah. that if you kind of like start journaling in the target language it's easier because you're like producing stuff um and it's forcing mm, you to think okay, in that language yeah yeah which is i think it's fun i i love learning languages but then at the same yeah. time like right now it's not summer it's not like any sort of break for us which means that we also have school on the right. side and like doing trying to yeah. do all these things on top of school on top of like not wanting to just like give up is the balance is is difficult it's just i'm still trying to get into that school mode like it's difficult to figure that out um yeah and like i'm thinking about like i feel like i have free time but i actually don't have free time because i still have the same amount of work that i did before it's so weird because a lot of people haven't even had their spring breaks yet and we're like three weeks in after our spring break i know (laughs) It's so weird being at home with, like, my entire family, too. It's, it's like, oh, yeah. rare that everyone's home like this. I know. It's been interesting. I, like, I don't want to be here over the summer. And I think, like, I might go back to Ann Arbor if things are, if things are better by then. I think, like, my parents have been, like, they've been pretty good. Like, one thing I was worried about was, like, my parents just, like, kind of being on my back and, like, while I was home but like I think it's been pretty good because we're all like everyone's still like working and still has things to do so we're all kind of doing our own thing so it's like not it's not too bad do you have any tips on how to like stay productive during this time create checklists for yourself Hmm. okay and then give yourself like a time limit by when you should do it so usually my time limit is within the day so like Every single day, um, like the night before, I'll create something for myself to do the next day. And if I have a Mm -hmm. time limit, I'm more kind of like pushing myself to finish things. And then if I Mm -hmm. don't, I'll be like, dang it, I didn't get it this time. But then I'll have to add it to the next day's list, which means I have to do everything even quicker and more efficiently because there's more to do. Um, And I'm, I'm the type of person that likes to keep busy. And so that doesn't necessarily stress me out, but yeah, mm-hmm. like I've I've talked yeah. to some people about it, and they've told me that like don't pressure yourself to like finish everything and do everything. But at the same time, there's deadlines, you know. Yeah, that's true. Like setting deadlines for yourself is always good, and like keeping like promises to yourself and fulfilling those promises. It's good. Um, I think one thing that's been good is, like, having study dates with people. So, like, having your, like, a friend on, 
like video chat with you while you're working has been good and like just like setting times for those dates like oh like tomorrow we're gonna start studying at like noon um and like keeping that promise it's good because like it's it's all about like it really always helps having someone else keep you accountable um especially when you're on your own and like you have very low motivation so that's been good so yeah have study dates yeah actually i've been trying to have those like even way before the quarantine um at the beginning of the semester Mm -hmm. if i couldn't find someone to study with me i'll like text some of my friends and i'll i'll be like hey um i'm like feeling kind of lonely right now but i need to study so if you're free now we can like study together and um studying by yourself sometimes Mm -hmm. it just like you get distracted so easily but with someone on the other side working you're just like pressured to be more productive so yeah that's that's a good idea yeah yeah totally yeah, it's been good. It's been, like, especially helpful during quarantine. Also, you just, like, feel less lonely having someone there. And I think it could be easy to feel lonely inside by yourself. But, yeah, it's that's been good. I think this is also, like, having this time is also really good to, like, connect with people and, like, old friends. And it's, like, cause, you know, everyone's at home. Everyone has, like, some extra free time and doesn't know what to do with it. So, like, it's a good time to have, like, Zoom coffee dates. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think I should start doing that because I feel, like, pretty (laughs) cut off from the rest of the world. Yeah, it just, it helps. The thing that was, like, getting me through this, like, really uncertain time is just knowing that everyone else is in, like, the same boat as I am. And we're all struggling through it together and kind of dealing with the same things. And, like, you'll, like, you'll find a way, yeah. Like, we might be graduating into... A recession I think we will we might be I don't know if like what it's going to be like when like we graduate but that is like scary to think about and like the unemployment rate is so high now um yeah I actually was thinking about like graduation and what the economy will look like when we graduate and I was like pretty scared that it'll be a recession um because like usually there's like the cyclical like model right um and it did feel like we're like at the very top but then it suddenly dropped and it looks like we're heading into a recession now even so maybe hopefully by the time that we we graduate it'll like be coming back up yeah but i do feel bad for all the people like this year it wasn't supposed to happen like this it was supposed to be like a good job market yeah but yeah it just this nobody expected this but you know we do what we can it's hard. It's like one of those. It's out of, completely out of our control, um, and it's just like it's in, it's unfortunate that it happened this way. But one thing I am scared of, though, with this new development, is, um, you know how Trump has been calling it the Chinese virus. Yeah, and it's like pretty much common knowledge that it like originated in China, and so. Every time mm-hmm. I go outside now, I just feel so self-conscious, um, especially, like, when I'm passing people. Like, I just feel like they're looking at me and they're judging me because I am Asian and I am Chinese. And actually, um, like, a couple of weeks ago where I live, there was an attack on this, like, Asian man who was jogging um, by these two white women. And they came to him and they, like, 
try to attack him with like sticks and stuff I'm not really sure of the full story um Mm -hmm. but like that happened where I live and I always grew up thinking that this was like a nice town a place where like people are accepted because we do have like a good mix of people and it's like pretty diverse but then you hear like you see all these things online where people in like all these bigger cities are being beaten up and like attacked because of like what they look like and it's just it's so scary that this is happening and like every time I go into like a grocery store I'm always like like prepared for something to happen no that's that's like that sucks and I like I've seen I saw like this tweet of um one like an old White House photographer I think he was a photographer um when the Obama's when Obama was in office um and he like was taking he took a picture of Trump um that like the a podium before he was giving like some press briefing um and like on his speech like the word like I forgot what it was like some word was crossed out before coronavirus and replaced with like Chinese the way that it's he's like like using fear and like this kind of mob mentality to gain traction for his election like, it's just, it's so, so low. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, yes, we can acknowledge that it did come from China, but I just feel like he's using it as a power move at this point, like you said, um, to also cover up his own ineptness. Because right now, like, the administration is, like, very late in acting, and we've, we've been hearing the news from the other side of the world for so long. And so many Americans were just yeah. like, it's not going to affect us like this. It's not going to do anything. And people didn't take it seriously in the beginning. And now it's too yeah. late to do anything to, like, fix however many innocent people yeah. that died because we didn't move fast enough. Right. Like, I've seen videos of doctors or, like, doctors or nurses um in hospitals in new york and it's just like they are like way over like capacity they just don't have the equipment needed to to handle this and um you're you have like doctors who are having to make like these like decisions that having to choose between like who gets a ventilator and who doesn't um because they just don't have enough they have to prioritize the young over the old and, like, they, it's just, that's not, like, a decision that any doctor should have to make. Like, the system shouldn't be like that, where, like, you literally have to choose, like, who you have to save. And also, like, some people are just plain idiots. Like, I said before that it all feels fake, but at least I'm, like, listening to people and staying in. Like, yeah, there are yeah. still photos of people in the city just walking around, um... Like, still hanging out with people. They're, I see, like, videos of people still, like, going out and just, like, hanging out with their friends. I saw this one thing where this guy, he, like, went out, got a beer with one friend, like, sat six feet apart from him and still caught it from his friend. Oh, it's not, is. like, a matter of staying six feet away anymore. It's just a matter of going out, and we shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. No, that's, that's like, really, that's frustrating that people are still not taking it seriously. 
Yeah, and uh, our governor was, um, he, I think, instated, like, something that made it illegal to go out now if it's mm-hmm. unnecessary, which is good, I guess. But I can't believe we have to, we have to be, like, pushed to that Yeah. solution to keep people inside. Yeah, this is, this is kind of just, like, a good conversation to see what we were doing during this so yeah thanks for tuning in guys and we will see you next week hopefully um with a guest um on the show yeah i hope everyone's safe and healthy um and keeping themselves busy um and yeah we will see you next week bye bye